0: Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast.
1: Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life and 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to subscribe the number is
0: 94198377 you
1: bicycle is its own best argument. You just get on a bike, try it, start going with the thing and using it as it suits you. Right on this crystalline autumn day here in Melbourne Pedal your blues away You're listening to the 3CR Yarrabug Radio Show Here on 3CR, we're podcasting, we're streaming Or we're coming out of the training in the kitchen closet Good morning, Faith
0: Good morning, Val
1: Turn microphones on, next step (laughs) Good morning, Cole Good morning Great morning this morning, it is a beautiful morning out there, we've got a big show coming up today, our usual catch up with news and events that's happening around the world and here in Melbourne, but most of all we're going to be taking an in-depth look at cyclocross, the best way I can describe it, sometimes imagine that you're two and a half years old, you're out in the park with your parents, you've got the gumboots on, you have to see a big puddle. What do you got to do? Splash round in it. Jump up and down. Get muddy. Have a bit of fun. Um, cycle for adults. Golf. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, that, that about sums it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's a certain sort of. I mean, you, before we get into this, there's a certain amount of joyousness of um, getting in and getting a little bit dirty, playing a sort of a little bit of a physicality movement to it. But we'll get on to that in a minute. Um, I can't get an introduction done properly. That quote from this morning was from Richard Ballantyne. Of course, just get on the bike and use it. Many thanks to Amy Goodman for Democracy Now!, the show before us. Faith, those magical moments you've had on the bike during the week that just sums up a bike moment?
0: I've had a few, mainly because I've got a new bike. Um. And maybe the most recent was on Saturday. I found myself lying in a huge bramble patch on the Arrow Trail somewhere after uh, spending the morning riding through several puddles, lots of nice single track. It's, pretty, it's an amazing spot because you, you realise you're in the middle of a city but you could be like all you can hear is all these different birds yeah. uh-huh. and the odd flash of someone else riding through puddles
1: (laughs) this is yesterday
0: uh saturday morning saturday morning Uh, and in fact a few people who stopped and uh said hello mentioned i think they were out training for cyclocross (laughs) (laughs) you're doing cyclocross too (laughs) no i'm lying in a bramble patch (laughs) so
1: the question needs to be asked how come the the bramble patch was just crossing the path or something and
0: Uh, I avoided quite a a tricky, massive hole um, that I was riding with a friend, Kaz, and uh, it was on a bend between two trees and it got her and I avoided it and was so pleased with myself that when I took off again, didn't look at the other tree and the next bend and, yeah, came off on the fairly straightforward one.
1: (laughs) Cole, you got a bike moment to share with us?
2: Uh, My weekends have been bikes start to finish. So <laughs> it's funny. I, I help out the Northern Combine, so I had a race Saturday morning, which I helped commissaire. Um, we did some women's training at Fields of Joy Saturday afternoon. I helped. Well, I got the entries ready for uh, Fields of Joy to open last night. Then I rode Thirty Grand Fondo yesterday. <laughs> so I'm yeah. Not to say I'm biked out, but it was a pretty jam-packed weekend.
0: <laughs> and, and next weekend's not looking any different, really, is it? Well, it's funny
2: because um, just the way dates have fallen, Sunbury put on some big races with the Northern Combine. So one of the biggest is Hell of the West, which is actually next Saturday. So, yeah, we probably, I'll probably either race direct or commissaire that, depending on what the need is. So, you know, in, in amongst all that, we've got the course set up. <laughs> Um, most of our guys want to go and race Dirty Deeds on Saturday because it's a big blockbuster doubleheader weekend. So, And then get ourselves ready for big day on Sunday. So another <laughs>
1: blockbuster weekend. It's good. So what you're saying is every day of the last week's been a bike moment from one thing to another?
2: Yeah, well,
1: yeah, and during the week as well because I help with the entry, so, you know, so it hasn't
2: stopped. So. I'm not complaining.
1: No, yeah. no, no, I'll have to ask you next time for your non-bike moment a yeah. <laughs> the week before. Yeah, uh, I might be stumped then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, mine was a bit more contemplative. I was riding through one of the local parks, not too far from here actually, and about uh, or 10 or 12 gang gangs who are infrequent visitors to Melbourne, I think they come usually about this year with Corellas and that they though they're, they're very placid birds, so they would come down and fly into a puddle next to you and start drinking. They seem to be having don't have much fear of um, humans, they're quite interesting, spectacular to look at. And, of course, you as know, one redhead to another, I always admire those colours in the bush. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the lovely things where you just come round a corner and there's a gang of them just sitting there, pecking away at the grass, chatting to each other, oh. one of those lovely things. Now, news and events. There's a race on in Italy, I presume, at the moment, called the Giro, and um, Alberto Contador had a nasty fall the other day, dislocated his shoulder. He's back on the bike. He's still wearing the pink jersey too, so and he's looking doing quite well.
0: happy, like quite comfortable.
1: Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. yeah. So um, he's having a re- remarkable career, at Alberto Contador, for everything that's um, happened to him along the road. He seems to have uh, he's lasted a lot longer than some of the others, hasn't he?
2: Yeah, it was interesting when he uh, got taken out. Was it? Well, it must mean the tour, sorry. I'm just trying to remember. Oh, when he broke the, his leg, he, he rode yeah. for 10 kilometres and overtook a lot of the, the oh, guys in yeah. the So, yeah. it's not, Something's not quite right here. <laughs> I've got a broken leg.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, no, it just um, continually amazed me. And I think one of the quotes from uh, the French doctor on the uh, Tour de France saying that she'd never, you know, on the general athleticism and ability to withstand pain and um, keep going, she'd never seen it. Uh, replicated in any other group of athletes part cyclists, which is which explains why people will still hammer it up Napier Street <laughs> at half past eight <laughs> in the morning looking for that commuter cup win that is always going to come their way. Now the other thing um, before we touch on the dirty Grand Fondo, there's a good article in the Fairfax paper about the way that the built environment around the inner cities of Melbourne is changing to accommodate people's choices now in transport and that number one choice in the inner city of Melbourne being bicycles. I think there are, I know about three or four places that have been quite built specifically with not many car, pace, car spaces and plenty of bike places and the article in the Fairfax paper I think documents a building that had to double its number of bike hooks to keep the uh, residents happy.
0: No. And it's it works particularly well because some of the um, – like the city of Moreland, for one, some inner city councils are willing to give permits for buildings with less car parking spaces if they're replaced with things like bike parking and uh, go-get and uh, um, shared car okay. uh, spaces.
1: And so. I think in Moreland one of the developments from my reading of it is – uh, means a upgrade to the upway path as well, so yeah. somebody's chipping in. The, you know there's a concerted effort from developers and people who obviously live in the buildings to actually change the infrastructure
0: which and in turn it creates some um, more demand for um the, yeah like you just saying the upgrade to the up the upfield <laughs> and in the city too the um the roads that get upgraded with infrastructure
1: yeah and uh, all comes on the back of another 7% increase in cycling numbers in Melbourne from 2014 to 2015. Yep. It just keeps repeating itself over and over and over again.
0: And uh, it's uh, new-ish in the city of Melbourne with the William Street, the upgrade of the bike lane on William Street. It's now one of those wider ones with the chevrons on both sides, which um, it had a bike lane before. It was never a very pleasant one to ride down and often full of traffic but um, see how th- if this one works any better.
1: Yeah, and good to see the continual use of different signage on the roads to try and work out which ones work better. We'll be back after this quick little break and we'll get into Getting Dirty. Call us on 9419 8377 or visit 3cr.org.au. 3CR, the voice of dissent. And you're back listening to the Yarrabug Radio Show here on 3CR on this beautiful, crisp winter, autumn, autumn day here in Melbourne faith.
0: We've, uh, as Val mentioned earlier, got Cole Bell from Sunbury Cycling Club in the studio and uh, coming up this weekend is a big doubleheader of cyclocross with both the Dirty Deeds event on Saturday and Fields of Joy on Sunday. It's um, Fields of Joy's second year, Colin.
2: Yeah, this will be our sixth race actually so yeah, we put on four races last year. Sort of starting to find our feet a little bit with it now, it's getting easier, and we think it's getting better. And been delighted with the uptake from riders as well. So, and lots of good feedback, um, particularly about our last race where we had we've been waiting and waiting, <laughs> waiting, weather. waiting for rain. Yeah, so we finally got it, and uh, yeah, the biggest compliment people have been paying me is that it's the most Euro cyclocross race they've ever ridden in Australia. So, yeah, with a big That's run up cool. in the and the mud. So, yep. Yeah, so we've got lots of big events coming up as well this season, so um, this weekend's a good opportunity to come out to Fields of Joy and ride the course and get familiar with it if anyone's interested in riding Vic Champs or National Champs.
1: You touch on the Vic Champs there, uh, Victoria Championships there. Cole, are you astounded by the growth in cyclocross here in Melbourne? It's gone from five years to now we're running a Victorian Championship. Uh,
2: to be honest, because I, I absolutely love riding dirt, so whether it be mountain bike or cyclocross or Dirty Grand Fondé yesterday, um, I think there's so much potential for events that start to incorporate dirt, and it gives you the opportunity to ride away from cars. Yeah. And I think that that also makes the sport much more accessible for a whole range of people, including kids and women. So, yeah, um, yeah I'm a big... Uh, proponent of dirt so for me I I think um, I'm not surprised at all I think there's a, a real place for those events and I think they're quite important so you know for me I, I look at the Dirty Grand Fonda and I think well that's potentially the future of racing you know no. there, there's so much pressure on road circuits um, and the culture around and the community around road is, is good but it's also a little bit Um, harder for people to access if they're complete novices. Whereas if you ride dirt, particularly something like Dirty Grand Fondo,
1: you don't have to be an elite athlete to really enjoy that. And you don't have to... I'm not... um, There are advantages of both things. I mean, to be competitive, because cyclocross is competitive, to a degree, road competitors, it's all pace line drills. You actually... There are a lot more... There are just as many skills than that... But when you take away the cars, it changes everything, doesn't
2: it? Yeah, well, take away the cars, put people on a short course, um, have something that's good for spectators uh, to, to watch, something that people are a bit excited about. Um, it's just a lot more fun surrounding uh, cycle cross. So. um What I do find surprising is um, it did take a while, and Dirty Deeds have been real pioneers in actually... Um, making it all happen in australia so to the point where melbourne is clearly the salt cross capital of australia there's no doubt about that um and this year so we, we sort of got involved with fields of joy because it was an opportunity but also to help out dirty deeds because they are sort of shouldering the burden of the whole lot by themselves um and now this year, there's, there's, I think there's 15 cyclocross races you can do in Victoria. There's the full season, so it's not just us and Dirty Deeds. There's a lot of smaller clubs that yeah. are entering as well. So, I think that's really healthy. Um, what I hear from a lot of people is that they're buying cyclocross bikes and that they can ride a full season, and it's fantastic. So, um, yeah, onwards and upwards. I think. I think there's still a lot of growth potential.
1: I've Only just saying the start of it to my mind. And the spectator part of it's an enormous appeal as well. Well
0: that's the difference with cyclocross, no. isn't it? It's you know no. you can you get all those spectators which, you know, you're not gonna get for most of the road racing. Well,
2: <laughs> just even thinking about when Paul Vanderplug rode yes. the hill <laughs> in the mud and you know, it happened to the chorus of Yep. cheers from the crowd you just ride up this tunnel of sound it was yeah just it was fantastic so
0: and even the fact that um like after every event like the last fields of joy all these little videos pop up like if if it was videos of a road race it's just someone flashing past whereas yeah. um because it's that compressed circuit you it it lives on afterwards because people are able to capture so much of that
2: yeah, this is why it's been a bit of a surprise. So Essent Fields sort of allowed us to go and you know tear up a bit of land and not really worry about it. That they've been fantastic, but what they've discovered is that the reach, the social media reach of all this is so far beyond what you could possibly achieve through traditional media. Um, so you know, it's been a really good experience for them in terms of um, being able to promote. Essendon and fields no. as a lo- location because there's there are, you know there's good supermarkets and things out there. So, um, but not just photos and things. It's people produce videos. Like the amount of work people do to create content, it yeah. just astounds me. I just really, really touched by it. I think it's fantastic. So,
0: and again, it's that element of uh, cyclocross that really engages people who who wouldn't necessarily be as engaged by other events.
2: Yeah, it's funny because um, they might do all sorts of different types of cycling, but if there's one thing people are passionate about, or they reserve you know a special place for, <laughs> is cycle cross. And uh, um, when you're tapping into someone's passion, then they come back and yeah. they go to the effort with um, taking good. Well, that's the other thing I think is beautiful about it is the amount of um, really good photographers that mm. come out yeah. and go to some efforts. So the last round we had like some really serious photographers out there yep. and just what they produce is just beautiful as well so it's it's really is multi-dimensional you know so um the big one stand out things for me are that's it, inclusive particularly of women and children um that it's spectator friendly um that you don't have to be an elite to enjoy it so it's quite um Quite welcoming of novices, so and um, close to the city, but also just the after effects of um, the photography and videos and you know the creative arts that sort of surround
1: <laughs> it as well. It's 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 good. Uh, the um, now we better before we run out of time. We've just got a couple of things to touch. Now Dirty Deeds uh, has put a call out for some volunteers for their day on Saturday. And do you need some coal. Yeah,
2: the way it works, um, it's funny because you put on these big events. There's no money in racing; it's all volunteer resourced. And um, it, dirty deeds and ourselves sort of tap into the same resource pool. Yeah, you know, there's a hmm. there's a group of people that are really passionate about it, and will come and work all day and put up courses, and you know, are quite fantastic. But um, yeah, they tend to. Not only love feels the joy; they love dirty deeds. So, um, yeah, because it's a big double weekend. Yeah. Now we've done that deliberately. We think it will be a fantastic thing, but what it means is we stretch our existing volunteers a little bit thin. So, if anyone is considering volunteering or have thought about it in the past but not done it, well, this weekend's the weekend to do it. And this, what the beauty of volunteering is, is, and this, we get a lot of feedback around this, is that people feel like they're really part of the event and they um, actually
1: find it quite fun. Yeah. So so if you want to volunteer, get to the website, say the Field of Joy or Dirty Deeds. Yeah, it's
0: uh, fojcx. Dot.
1: Yeah, if you just Google fojcx. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll put up the link yeah. on the uh, podcast. Yeah. And Um, Dirty
0: Deeds, cx.blogspot.com.
1: Now, Cole, you've got to give us a technical tip. I'm a mid-level cyclocross. I'm having trouble dismounting from the wrong side. Yeah, it's funny because one one
2: thing – we do a lot of training with women. We've we've tried to make this sport accessible – the big thing I, I would say, it's a, a lot of it's about your body weight. So we try and encourage people not to carry extreme lean angles. Sort of sit your body weight back over your wheels. So yeah. where the wheels contact the ground is sort of where you want your weight pushing into. So the big thing I try and sort people out is, and this might sound strange, but try and sort people's feet out, like how they use their pedals and where their weight is. Yeah. So rather than sit weight high up on the seat, actually try and get people to put weight through their pedals so it's low to the ground and over the wheels. So that would be, if I had two minutes to explain, that would be <laughs> what I'd explain.
1: I still can't get my head around getting off the other side of the bike. So how do you, how do you train that? It's a pitch-all behaviour, everybody gets off from the left-hand side. Well, some people don't. Yeah, uh, you'll have, it's a bit like kicking a soccer ball. They
2: have a natural side. Most people will will climb off to the
1: non-drive side yep. so to the left hand side uh-huh. that just seems to be natural you've got to work it out for yourself what suits so and with all those things it's practice 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 isn't yeah it?
2: it's funny if once you get used to putting weight through your pedals and actually standing on your pedals it's much easier to get off so if you're a little bit addicted uh-huh. to sitting on the seat and carrying weight on your seat it, it all like you That's what I say, you've got to sort your feet out. Once you sort your feet out, then you corner better and you also are
1: able to dismount Um, and remount better. And your posture's better and um, you don't bend all over the bike in the funny spots. Yeah, so I find women are actually
2: quite naturals at this. They've got good core strength. So, yeah, once you sort of tell them it's "Okay," and get them on the right path, they they actually ride quite well. So they're they're a little bit um, more natural naturally disposed to uh, it than men, actually, because they their core strength and they tend to be shorter and no. uh, sit
1: lower to the bike. At what point do you decide to get off and run and stop pedalling?
2: Uh, yeah, this is the other thing. We encourage people to be quite decisive. If you're, if you're in and arming about uh, an obstacle and you think, oh, maybe I shouldn't ride that, it's like, well, that tells me, just get off and run it, uh-huh. right? So... And there's also an energy cost that you need to consider. So there'll be things that you might ordinarily ride, but under race conditions you might find, well, I just get too tired to actually ride that and it's just better to run. So no. so once you can get off and well, um, and so dismount and remount easily, so it's not a big drama. You'll just
1: do what feels right. There you go. <laughs> so all those cyclocross people for next weekend, best of luck. You'll enjoy it, I'm sure. Colin, thanks very much for coming in again. We're going to try and get you back in for more technical advice at some stage too. they good tips.
0: Yeah, and, uh, and, and do we know yet what the long-range forecast for next weekend is? Is it going to be a replay of that amazing weather?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, we don't want it to be – we've been waiting and waiting for it to be wet, so we're delighted yep, that we've got such a wet week. week, week. Yeah, we don't want it to be wet the whole time because it gets a bit expensive when you start <laughs> chewing through all of your, your bike components and <laughs> having to rebuild bikes. So I believe it's going to be beautiful weather next week, yep.
0: yeah,
2: yeah. weekend. But I'm not sure. There's, I think there might be some rain. A in little
0: the bit leading. of rain in the middle? Yeah. yeah.
1: Could be all right. And, and that's yeah. the essence of a European cyclocross sort of ride, is it? Uh, we want muck. You want yeah, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> the puddle will be there. Now, there are plenty of upcoming events coming up. Um, May the thirtieth, the uh, free cyclists, freestyle cyclist tour. That's on Saturday, May the thirtieth, eleven a.m. and that's a start at uh, Lilydale Railway Station. So that's a lovely ride back from Lilydale uh, back to the city. Take some refreshments. Get onto the bike fun calendar on the web, and you'll find it there.
0: Uh, there'll be more events going up at Bike Fun very shortly and also at the Squeaky Wheel if you want to have a look at the squeakywheel.com.au or bikefun.org. And that's all we have time for today.
1: It is too, but we're missing out on two minutes. Okay, Colin, <laughs> you've got all those technical <laughs> dissents. <laughs> um,
0: it's unusual for us to finish a bit early. But that's all right.
1: It's now uh, everybody's commuting in the dark. Now, there are a lot of people who seem to be riding around with completely inadequate lights, dare I make any suggestion whatsoever. couple of tricks, make sure your rear light can be seen. If you're wearing a coat and the light's on the bicycle seat post, your coat probably covers the rear light and nobody can see it. Make sure they work. If you're using USBs, you need to charge them up at least once a week if you've got a four-day commute. The other thing is be gentle to the people that are coming towards <laughs> you and tilt your powerful 60,000-lumen headlight down onto the ground. Faith. Faith.
0: And that's all we have time for today. A 3CR is a community radio station that relies on the support of its listeners. So if you'd like to make a donation or subscribe to the station, you can do that at 3cr.org.au. Our um, subscriberthon is coming up on the 1st of June and we'll be looking for some extra support from all our listeners during that period. But if you want to uh, sign up or make a donation before then, it's all very welcome.